0: welcome to the Bee Podcast. My name is Amber Miller and I am here with Sarah Godey and Monica Steely. Hello. And- <laughs> That's Monica's radio voice. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, and today we're going to talk about being still. Sarah, tell us a little bit about being still and um, just kind of like why this is heavy on your heart and, okay. and a little bit about it. So just to. Um- Let all of
1: our listeners know, this is kind of how we're going to do each week. We're going to have a B dot, dot, dot. It'll be a word. Um, And what we'll do is we'll just kind of talk about that word a little bit, what it means, intro to it. We'll have some Bible verses. We'll break down the meaning of those verses, some conversation and some practical application. Mm -hmm. Um, So there'll be kind of a fluid flow almost each week of how we kind of do this. Um, And what better word to start with than to be still. Uh, because that is really where it all starts. And uh, for me, the be still is just so real because it was one of the hardest lessons I think that God has ever taught me Mm. because I'm a doer. And um, it's the way my mind thinks, right? The natural tendency for me is to be a doer. See a problem, fix it. There's a need, do something about it. Whatever it looks like. And, And part of me is like, hey, God calls us to be disciples. He calls us to be doers, not just hearers of the word, but doers also. Right. So that is a Bible verse. That important. Works is That's right. Yeah. We, we mm-hmm. know all of that. Um, I grew up in a very works oriented environment. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it was faith too. It's not like I didn't grow up believing that you got to heaven by, by good works. Right. But we, I did grow up very much so works minded. So the idea that God would call me into a season of life of being still, where he really did call me out of um, so many things to call me into this journey Mm -hmm. um, is really remarkable. And trust me when I say, if I can do this, anybody Mm -hmm. can do this. Um, So for this week, I have done a little research and just kind of dug in to see what the whole idea of be still means and kind of where I have been before with this concept and I think that as a whole, we don't, re- when we think about the commands of God, we think of the 10 commandments mm-hmm. and be still is not a 10 commandment, but it is a command. Mm-hmm. Be still and know that I'm my God. It doesn't say, Hey, if you feel like it, or if you got time for it, Hey, me, you might want to think about being still and, oh, wow. and you'll know that I'm God. Like he says to be still. And know that I am God. And Mm -hmm. I think it's really important to know that it is a command. And so when I felt like God was saying to me, hey, Sarah, I want you to be still. Mm -hmm. Like, I really felt like I was at a cross point in my life where I could say, okay, God, I am going to do this no matter whether this seems crazy to me Mm -hmm. or because you are really, you know, calling me to do this. And so um, it took a while to get to the point where I was truly still. Like, I let one layer go. Right. And then I let another layer go and then, well, God, you created me with hospitality. Certainly you don't want me to quit being hospitable. Yeah. I want you to pull that layer back to you, right. you know, and, but God, you call us to be in your word. Certainly you don't want me to quit doing Bible study. Yeah. I think I want you, you can do Bible study, but it's going to be between you and me at mm-hmm. home. No group Bible study, no leading Bible study. I can give you what you need. For example, I signed up to do uh Lord is a warfare. Teach me to stand with K. Arthur at our church, and I went to one session, and God was like, okay, next time we're staying home. Hmm. So, I mean, truly, just pulled back the layer of, I don't even want you to do in a Bible study, in a corporate setting. I want it to just be you and me. Um, Oh, of course, Lord, you want me to uh, volunteer in the nursery. Mm -hmm. Nope. I'm going to pull that layer back, too. Mm -hmm. Like, no, I really don't want you to, you know, okay, what about our friendships? And truly, y'all, I mean, he just pulled back these layers and like, no, I want you to sit at my feet. And just be still, I want you to quit doing, even though I've given you gifts and I've given you talents, doesn't mean that I want you to do something with them all the time. Right. I want you to learn how to just sit at my feet Mm -hmm. and see how big I am. And so that is kind of where this whole, thats why I'm passionate about it because I've walked it and I know it's transformed so much of how I see God and how I see my own life. And it's giving me so much freedom. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, and next week will be the be free portion Mm -hmm. of the be still be free. Mm -hmm. Um, The important thing here is to remember you cannot put the cart before the horse. You have to do it in the right context. You have to be still free. Our culture perpetuates an idea of do, do, do to know God, And then you'll change the way you feel on the inside. But it's got to be language first. Language is going to drive your beliefs Mm -hmm. and beliefs are going to drive your behaviors. Mm -hmm. And so if you're do, do, doing, hoping to get to know Christ more then you're telling yourself lies, you're in the wrong mindset, that you're in a doer's mindset. And so you have to get to the point where you can say, okay, I'm going to tell myself to be still, Mm -hmm. even though
0: I don't really think it makes sense. Sarah, let me ask you a question. Why do you think that this is such a struggle for women in particularly? I mean, and Monica, help me out here,
1: too, because I want two different points, of, you know, two different inputs here. But I just, I think that um, as women, we have such a desire to control our own world. Mm -hmm. And that was part of our curse. You know, we'd have the childbirth and the pain of childbirth and that we would also have the desire to control our husbands. Right. Um, And I think that we are so perpetuated by this desire to control that we think in controlling what we do, we control who we are Mm. in controlling all the things that we do. We can control our level of happiness Mm-hmm. Um, I, at least that's what I think. I, mm-hmm. I just think that we have this thing of we want to feel better about ourselves. We want to feel more fulfilled, more purposeful. We have this void inside of us. We're unhappy, and so we just put more and more on us, thinking that the more that we do, and the more that we are, and the more roles that we play, the finally one of these days, this light bulb's going to go off, and we're going to be happy.
0: Yeah, I almost feel like usefulness for women mm-hmm. is a form of you know, validation Mm -hmm. and of, you know, worthiness. Right.
2: Well, and a lot of times too, like I have, um, I've struggled with depression and, um, off and on various times in my life and being still like is a mirror to hold up to the things that it it just helps makes me see things about myself that I don't necessarily want to want to see Mm -hmm. or want to address. Right. Like I often know, okay, here's some character issues or some weaknesses Um, that maybe I need God's help with, but I just don't want to deal with it. And I don't want to go there because I know what it's going to require. And so I think a lot of times people are afraid to be still because they're afraid to go where God is going to ask them to go to get healing first Mm. before you can move up and out into something else. Right. I think we
1: are in a culture that says, I want to help everybody else, but I don't want to deal with my own junk. Yeah. Because it's hard. I mean, it. We talked about this last week. Transformation is not easy. Mm-mm. you know Any time you want to be purified, you want to be made more whole it 's just like you know we talk about gold being purified and how it has mm-hmm. to be put through the fire you 're going to go through some fire you 're going to go through some valley you 're going to have to look at yourself and you're in being real you 're saying okay i 'm sitting at your feet, Lord, show me, and you 're allowing him to show you hey, I want." I want to reveal this little thing to you over here for me, you know, and I laugh about the gentle and quiet spirit, but that was a big deal to me for God mm-hmm. to say, Hey, listen, I need you to learn how to be gentle and quiet. I've given you the gift of discernment and I've given you this great desire to talk and help other people and to build relationships. But you do so much talking and you share your opinion so much. Sometimes it's offensive. And I grew up around people who had kind of those same giftings and I know how offensive that can be. Um, we all do. And we all know that person who kind of sees things a little differently and makes sure that they let you know. And that can sever relationships. That can sever the body of Christ. It can cause people to be turned off. And when I read the gentle and quiet part, I was like, Oh my gosh, I need to learn how to use my gifts with a gentle and quietness, Mm -hmm. you know, gentleness and a quietness. There's a beauty in that. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's my thing. Like, you know, just in being still, it gives us time to really hear our thoughts Mm -hmm. and to be honest with ourselves. And here's the deal ladies, wherever you are. And even in this own room, because this is a journey we will always be on. Yeah, absolutely. always. You will look at what you're unhappy about with yourself or where you don't feel joy or contentment and say to yourself, Oh, well, or I will. And in saying, I will, it means that you're willing to sit there and say, okay, God, I will walk this journey with you. I will allow you to show me what you want to show me. I will allow you to teach me. I will allow you to purify me. And in the end, even though that's going to be painful, I'm going to come out triumphant. Mm -hmm. And, and if we could just grasp that hope that there is hope, it might hurt getting through the process, but there is hope. Don't give up, be willing to go through the tough time to come out on the other end.
0: Yeah. You know, as you guys are talking. There's just a few words that have really stood out to me when I think of um, being still. It forces you to, well, it requires you to examine yourself, to trust the Lord, and to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. It does. I think about those three words. I really, it reminds me of, Monica, your story. You went through something recently um, Yeah. where you really had to trust the Lord. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, it's
2: a very interesting contrast. I talked last week about how um, a year ago when I was getting ready for the Writers' Conference, I was um, focusing so much on what I was doing in preparing a book proposal and writing this book and focusing so much on that that I developed insomnia and I didn't give myself permission to enjoy days in the summer with my kids. And I was all-consuming because I didn't trust God enough to do his thing with, with it. And then this year, I mean, a whole year later, God asked me to go speak, um, at a women's event, um, at Sarah's church actually. (laughs) And, um, speaking is something I've avoided my entire life. Um, did not want to do it. But as soon as she asked me, I just knew, I just knew like we knew that we wouldn't like that the podcast was the thing. Like I just knew that I was supposed to do it. Um, but I had flashbacks to last summer and was like, i want this to be different. I want to be in the process mm-hmm. of preparing for this, but I don't want to be consumed by it. I don't want to be striving. Right. And so this whole, like the months leading up to it, like I just would ask God every day, like, am I supposed to work on it today? And he'd say, you know, yeah, you have an hour. And so I would do that. And, um, I just really allowed myself to be led in preparing by him and was not consumed by it. And it was the most enjoyable process. Like I loved the process of preparing for this event because of what it allowed me and God's relationship to turn into. Mm -hmm. And he sent confirmation after confirmation after confirmation to me all along the way. And my event was about metamorphosis and transformation and this life of becoming. And, um, the, you know, I use the butterfly illustration and the life cycle of a butterfly and, and like all throughout the process, like one day I was standing in the room by myself alone, talking out loud and rehearsing and um, a butterfly flew by the window, tapped it, hung out there for a minute and then flew away. Like just was crazy. <laughs> I mean, over and over and over again, just little things that he would be like, this is it. This is right. You're mm-hmm. doing it the right way. This is what it's supposed to look like. And it just... I slept like a champ this summer. I've had the best That's sleep awesome. of my whole entire life. Just, it was an awesome process. Completely to
0: different experience. Yeah. Completely different experience because last summer
2: I let my mindset be God, you're in control of this. It's your thing. Right. I'm going to stop trying to get my hands all over it. That is a huge level of trust. Like, how are you able to,
0: to go there? Because that is, it's so much harder. like, doing that than
2: just saying it, you know? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not really sure other than a ton, a ton, a ton of prayer. And you know, my big thing is elevate ideas and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And like, so I had to walk that out and like literally at times when, you know, anxiety threatened to kind of overtake me or nervousness, I'd be like, no, God has called me to do this. He's gone before me and led the way Mm -hmm. I am choosing to trust him. And I'm going to just spend time on it as I have time to do it without sacrificing my family and my job and everything right. else. And he just honored it. He filled in every single gap leading up to the day and the event itself. Like he just filled every gap in, in imperfection in me and in ineptness. He just filled it all. Well, and mm-hmm. I think
1: it's important. You, should, you just said, I would say to myself, Um, again, we mentioned last week and there are going to be things that we're going to reiterate each week because I think there's just some simple processes that if we put into place Mm -hmm. that we can truly have that renewing of our minds and therefore the actions that come out of our bodies. Um, So again, you were putting the language in. And if you put the language in, you will begin to shape your beliefs. And if you shape your beliefs, you will shape your behaviors. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just the way it goes. And so, um, you know, for this week, the Bible verse, even though we talked about it last week, too, is the, you know, be still and know that I am God. And we talked about how, you know, that's a command. But sometimes if you take words and you tear them apart and you figure out what they mean, like you can kind of get this Mm -hmm. picture in your brain Uh -uh. of what be still really means. Because we say be still, we think sit down. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, literally just sit and wait. And that's not what the word it means at all. It is not what the word means. Although, you know, figuratively it kind of is because mm-hmm. you're being still. Um it's a Hebrew term mm-hmm. and it really means Rafa, R A P H A H. So I hope I'm saying that right. If we have any Hebrew <laughs> specialists li- listening, Hebrew you can email me. Um but it literally means to be weak, to let go to release. And Mm -hmm. I think Monica's example is perfect here. She just became weak in the process. She let go of the process instead of trying to control the process. She let go of it. Mm. And in doing that, she was drawn closer to God Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. God was allowed to do what he needed to do in and of himself without right. Monica getting in the way, right? Monica didn't oh get in the way of the process. This God is the first did it through life, Monica. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. God did it through Monica instead of Monica doing it for God. There yeah. is right. such a big difference it there. It is a subtle,
2: but humongous difference. And we
1: are living in this culture that says we need to do it for God. Mm. God can do everything in and of himself, people. Like I'm just right. telling you, he doesn't need us to do anything. He wants our willingness to mm. do it. And so when you can find yourself in that position where you're just like, what do I do? Right. You know, and you're, you're feeling that mm-hmm. stress, like put the language in there. Be still. Okay. Wait a minute. Just let mm-hmm. go. Be weak, be weak in the knees and just mm-hmm. fall down at the feet of Christ And wait for him because he will do it. If he's called you to it, he will do it. And in the Hebrew grammar, the emphasis is actually on the second imperative, the the knowing part. Mm -hmm. And so it basically means we surrender in order to know that he is God. Um, John Parson says to cause yourself to let go or let yourself become weak Mm -hmm. to know in order to know that he is God. I think what we try to do is get to know God first. Yeah. And then once we feel comfortable enough that he really is God, we're willing to start being still. And right. that's, that's not how the command works. Right. And so that's really not going to work out for you. That's like, um,
2: we talk about like,
1: it's just the flip flop. It is. Just it's the, it. We, and we talked about last week, how yep. a lot of what we're talking about is flip flopping the way we think. Mm-hmm. So that's literally flip flop, flip flopping the way we think. Um, again, you know, I would just say for a lot of, women in America, and I'm sure in other parts of the world, we are doers. Um, Most of us don't want to be still. We think that in the doing, we become happier. And I would just say, sit down and let's be honest for a second. How's it working for you? Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> totally. let's just, the just yeah, do an evaluation. How's it? You might be sitting there saying, oh, this isn't me. Really? Like, really think hard. Mm-hmm. How's it working for you? Because Monica's book writing process was painful and, and yes. hard and tearful. Mm-hmm. The speaking process, even though it was in her weakness, oh she's gosh. she's a gifted writer and she does not feel bold in speaking. And God totally made her a bold speaker.
2: Mm-hmm. Without having to be so a writer. Cool. And here's like, you know, I like to do, um, take all of the Hebrew and Greek words and like make my own Monica international version of what they're, what they're meaning. Mm-hmm. And so like, be still and know that I am God. Like my little translation is stop striving instead, sink down, let go, relax, and learn to know that he is God by experience. Mm-hmm. And we like, that. that is exactly what this summer was for me. Right. Learning to know he is God by experience and sinking down and letting go. I really and we love that visual. I love that. The sinking, sinking down. Down. yeah. It's, so, it's like he's a big comfy chair and right. I'm just gonna trust that he's gonna support me and that it's not gonna fall over and flop. But like And don't yeah. be
1: afraid to to do it. Don't be afraid right. to start the process. Don't yeah. be afraid to sink down. Don't be afraid to be still. Like even though you're afraid of the garbage that might come your way and things that you have to realize about yourself. Um again, Kay Arthur says in Lord is a worker, teach me to stand, it's often in my solitude that I'm brought closest to Christ. Mm -hmm. And we just have to be willing to make that first step. You you have to make that willingness to be sinking down, to be weak, to be Mm -hmm. on your knees, um, to let go. Right.
0: I love the visual of letting it go, too, because, you know, when you really think about it, letting go, it makes me think of two fists like clinging on to something. Yes. And when you're able to release um, Bob Goff is someone that we all just really love. And um, actually, Greg. Uh, Monica's husband was telling our team in a meeting the other day that when um, when Bob is he's a lawyer when he is um, with a client at a meeting or something like that he always tells them to sit with their hands under the table facing up palms Mm. up because it makes Mm. you more receptive to what's you know gonna happen and so I think of just those fists you know facing up and just releasing it into the air you know I love
2: that and, you know, like we've, we keep talking about the, this mindset and, um, something that I discovered a couple weeks ago totally blew me away about this concept of mindset. And, you know, it says in, um, first Samuel that David, King David, he had success and he prospered wherever he went. And so I looked up that word prosper. Cause I was like, okay, I want to know what this prosperity was all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me just read to you the definition of <laughs> that, please. To be prudent circumspect, wisely understand, Hmm. look at or upon, have insight, give attention to, have comprehension. Mm. David's success and prosperity was not financial or material. It was a mental prosperity Wow! where he was able to have wisdom and insight and understanding. And his success was like elevating his ideas and the way he thinks. That's the kind of success I want to have. Mm. Yeah. Like that changed everything for me. And, and that's that real even, success, it it is. you know, because
1: if you, and it's, it's just like Solomon having,
2: um, wisdom
1: and understanding, right. You know, I mean, the man made a lot of mistakes, <laughs> we but all he, do. Had, he had a lot of wisdom and understanding same with David. David, mm-hmm. you know, he made a lot of mistakes, but he was prosperous. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the thing. We're not talking about perfection. No, we're not talking about, right. Hey, if you do these few things, you're going to attain perfection. It's, it's really probably more of an understanding you're not ever going to be perfect mm-hmm. and being okay with that and realizing that you don't have to be perfect for God to work in and of you. Right. I'm not talking about choosing to live in sin and expecting God to live in, 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 or through you and do things through you. I'm talking about, you're always going to sin. You're always going to have imperfections. You're going to have things that you always have to work on. But when you have
2: the mindset, yes, Mm -hmm. you have life and have it to the full, which is what Jesus came to give us. And that's when Jesus works through you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's, it all starts with a mental choice to sink down and let go again, Mm -hmm. just the language, put the right language in you got
1: to teach it, it's just like trying to break a toddler of a bad habit we have <laughs> bad that. habits and in, <laughs> yeah and in order to break a toddler of a bad habit you have to make them do a, the good thing over and over again or if you're trying to train an athlete right you're giving you're trying to to teach them how to have muscle memory you're trying to teach their bodies to know how to respond to a certain event. So they do the same motions over and over and over again, because you're building that habit. But it's the same thing in life. Mm-hmm. We want to build ha- great habits of lifestyle, mm-hmm. but we've got to build great habits of thinking. Mm-hmm.
0: And in doing that, we can be transformed. So what are some practical, um, ways that women can start this process of being still?
1: So the first thing that I would do is I think that, um, you need to make two lists of yourself. One of the lists needs to be all the things you are doing. Mm-hmm. What are all the roles you're playing? What are all the things you're doing? And write it all down. I mean, you're a grocery shopper. You're a laundry folder. You're a, uh, you know, a <laughs> bank teller. You're a car, yeah. You're a VP at a company. You're a, I don't, whatever you are, this can be for anybody, Any single, married, divorced, mm-hmm. career, stay at home, Mm -hmm. kids, no kids. It doesn't matter where you are in life. This is applicable to all women. Mm -hmm. Write down what you are as a doer. And the second list, write down all the things you are. I would say that you're probably going to have an easier time writing down your do list Mm -hmm. than your B list. Because a lot of us don't sit down and take time to think about who we are as people.
2: We think about all the things we do as people. Not the characteristics of what embody our uniqueness. You know that's so funny. Like we're gonna have a really
0: like I'm just thinking through like for myself yeah. right now because uh, like when you say said to like write down the things that you are, I immediately think of those the first the things roles. the do things. Even I did. Mm-hmm.
2: Like I just thought like okay, I'm a writer. Mm-hmm. No, that's, nope, a that's, thing. A doing that's a do. That's a doing thing. But I'm insightful. Mm-hmm. That's right, and that's a that's part thing. of who you are, and that's, that's right. what makes me a writer. Is in, I'm an insightful person that, you know, sees, I just see things a little bit differently. And after I had Addie,
1: I remember she's my youngest and she's 11 now. I remember looking in the mirror one day and going, I don't know who you are anymore. Mm -hmm. You're a mom, you're a wife. I mean, in, in less than 10 years, I went from being single knowing who i was having a clear vision of what my future was into living in a new city having a new career being in my first house having two Mm -hmm. children being in my second house my husband having two different careers having had a surgery um it's a lot it was a lot and i just remember looking in the mirror going i don't know who you are anymore sarah like what happened to that girl that you used to love being, mm-hmm. right. you know, and now you can, all you are are all these roles. You're, you, you are oh gosh, yes. identified by the roles that you play. And, you know, even Chris and I talked about this. Um, we were talking about the other day, love languages and, you know, what ours are. And um, mine is quality of time first and foremost. And I, I told him I probably have a, a tie for the second. And one of the second ones is words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. But I told him, I said, I don't want to hear about how you're proud of me. Because most likely the way you're proud of me is I'm proud of how you're a mom. I'm -hmm. proud of how you do this. I'm proud of how you do that. Like, I want you to tell me that you love me because I have curly hair. You love me because I have a big smile. Mm -hmm. You love me. Like, that's what I want to hear. Like, even just talking about it does something to my heart. It just makes me feel better. makes me feel different. So when you're doing these lists...
0: Think
2: about all those things that you're identifying that you're
0: created, not things right. that you do yourself. That's right. exactly because right. Like,
2: even Jesus, before he began his ministry, he was a son, he was a brother, he was a carpenter. He was a, you know, city dweller. Mm-hmm. Um, but that does not in any way embody Christ right? at all. Right. And so like it's breaking down the characteristics, the core of makes you uniquely you mm. outside of every single one of the hats. That's right. John Maxwell says something, and
1: John, if you're listening, I won't get this exactly right, that I read this in an article um, just yesterday, that it's not the beginning of the story that matters. It's the end of the story Mm -hmm. that matters. Think about your legacy. Mm -hmm. What kind of legacy are you trying to build for yourself? When you go and look at tombstones in a cemetery, Mm -hmm. they don't say... You know, they might say a great wife, great mother, right? Because a lot of your family members are putting that together, but they don't put down, you know, CEO of. Mm-hmm. She did a great job on the laundry, right? You know, right. she could she could cook a mean dinner. Like they yeah. might talk about those things, but those aren't those things that are on there. Most of the time, it's she was loving, right? She was kind, right? She was compassionate, you know. So. Think about what you want your legacy to look like. Are you building your legacy or are you building your to-do list?
0: So it's almost like three lists, like the, um, what you do, who you are, and then kind of what What you you want to be. That's right. We have to vision cast. Mm -hmm. If you don't vision cast, you never have something
1: to look forward to. Mm -hmm. So you can't just stay in the here and now. You got to think about where you're supposed to be going. We're elevating. Mm -hmm. We're metamorphosing. We're changing. Um, and then lastly, so we've got our three lists. Lastly, take 10 minutes a day, every day, to just sit in silence asking God to reveal your need to be still and how to actually become still. Mm-hmm. Part of the problem is we don't ever stop long enough in a day to hear God's voice. For me, yeah. it is in the shower. I love to talk to God in the shower because <laughs> most of the time I am by myself. Right. I love standing in hot water. I can see the woods out of some windows in my bathroom. And we will just sit there and there are times I just am quiet. Mm -hmm. And then there are other times I'm sitting there and I'm talking to him and unloading and talking about all my inadequacies or whatever my prayers are that day. But you need to create time to sit and be still so that you can hear God saying, Hey, I really would like to work with you on. I would have never known God was calling me out of certain things to call me into a time of being still. Mm -hmm. If I hadn't taken to the time to listen mm-hmm. to him, we took the time to say, Hey God, do you want us to create this online magazine? And we never got that confirmation. That's right. what he wanted to do. Right. The doers in us felt like we needed to do oh it my anyways, gosh. Yes. but there were just red flags everywhere
2: from God saying, this isn't, this isn't the time.
1: Right. This is not
2: the time flowing. And like, that's the thing about like when we're still, and we know that he is God, like Things will just flow and yes, there'll be hiccups and yes, there'll be, you know, it doesn't mean that we're going to have a peaceful and easy and carefree life, right? but we can live carefree, trusting God, even though there's trials and stuff that come. And so, yeah, like it think things will just kind of flow regardless of life circumstances. Mm -hmm. So I think if we could
1: tell you anything, and this is kind of how we'll break it down onto the blog, it'll just be a simple outline of the things we talked about today. We'll have the Bible verse on there. Write that Bible verse down. Monica, I'm, I'm giving all kudos to Monica for the website. Yes. She does she a, a fab job, job. and oh, she shucks. will be creating <laughs> these printables where yeah. you can print out what the verse is for this week. Commit that to your, to your prayer time. Commit, put it everywhere, put it on your mirror, put it in your car. I know you hear people say that, right? And you're like, yeah, okay, whatever. These are going to be simple, simple verses. Yeah, and you and know what? going to be pretty, put and them in to your to own terms at, if you need and, to. And, yeah.
2: yeah. Um, Put them in your Bible, wherever you want to put it. Put it on your fridge. Talk about it with your kids. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's a great way to start implementing, like this whole concept of be to your children. That's right. Mm-hmm. But you
1: can't transform if you don't put the right stuff in your mind, if mm-hmm. you don't renew the
2: stuff in your mind. And here's what I would say about being still because this is still hard for me. Like, I know I have made great strides in being still, but it it is a discipline. Mm -hmm. So like sitting down and being silent and not leaving voicemails for God, but like being an open-ended part of the telephone to like receive, it is very hard. And Mm -hmm. every single thought and distraction will come into your mind. Your kids will wake up early when they normally don't. Um, you'll think of all the to-do lists. Like I still have to keep a piece of paper next to me so that I can write down things and get them out of my head real Mm -hmm. fast and get back to it. It takes a ton of practice. So, um, just know like it is not anything that, is really perfected happens overnight. It doesn't happen overnight, but the more you do it, the more you exercise that muscle, like Sarah was talking about, like the stronger it'll get and the easier over time it'll be to like, just sit and like enter that place. And like, it just, it will become easier, but it takes work. God is always
0: faithful in it. He is.
2: That's what I've learned is like,
0: you know, we, you know, it's so hard to do it, but when, when I do it, he is always 100% there in it. And speaks to me. Well, you're inviting him in Mm -hmm. because you're saying,
1: Hey, I trust you enough that I'm going to, I'm going to follow your command of being still.
2: And in that you promised me that I'm going to know that you're God. Here's, Mm -hmm. here's the visual for you of it. When the prodigal son returned home, the father was standing on the road looking for him Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. waiting. And all that he had to do was see the son coming and he ran the rest of the way. And that's what it is with God. Like we sit on the couch and have that quiet time and he's like just watching and waiting and like he sees us sitting there ready and he runs the rest of the Mm -hmm. way to meet us there. So that's what, that's what the beast is.
1: That is a perfect visual. So the Bible verse, you know, get in and do your own research on what Mm -hmm. still means. Don't be afraid to get, I mean, I am not a scholar google is great and then <laughs> put into practice your practical applications mm-hmm. if you don't if you don't do the the workout you're not going to be the athlete mm-hmm. and yeah. and you have to see life the exact same way we work hard to get promotions at work we get hard to be a better athlete we work hard to get a new yoga position we work hard to do this work hard to do that work hard to get to where you can live in freedom
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely who wants to well, I'll just say real quick, make sure you go to com. Mm-hmm. go to click on the podcast tab or the blog tab. It'll be kind of show up in both places, but we're going to have some other resources, some articles and some books that would be great to read if you wanted to do that, the printable, um, and then just kind of all these show notes, um, kind of summarizing what we've talked about. Um, and we'll just close in prayer really quickly and we'll look forward to seeing you next week. Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for your insight and the um, mental prosperity that you are just waiting to give us when we be still. I pray that you will let com- this message permeate through the minds of every listener and that they will continue to be reminded of just be, just be still. I pray that you will whisper that to them and that they will hear it. And even if it's only starts out as two minutes, Lord, I know that you'll be faithful to meet them in that time and to just speak and be con- confirm a message to them in that time. We love you. Amen.